0: In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of all that exists. May Allah's peace and blessings be upon the Prophet Muhammad, his noble family and his noble companions and those who follow in their pursuit until the day of resurrection we continue the explanation of the noble Quran and especially we are talking about part 30 in particular this will be the explanation of surah 85 which is surah al-Buruj chapter number 85 al-Buruj which uh, uh, the translation of the meaning of its verses inshallah will come as we recite the original Arabic text Allah بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. الله سبحانه وتعالى starts this chapter by swearing saying والسماء ذات البروج by the translation of the meaning by the heaven holding the big stars وَالْيَوْمِ And by the promised day, meaning the day of resurrection وَشَاهِدٍ وَمَشْهُودٍ And by the witnessing and the witnessed أَصْحَابُ الْأُخْدُودِ Cursed were the people of the ditch And we will talk about the people of the ditch And why they are cursed And this will be the beginning of the first four uh, verses so let's go now to first the first verse. Was ذَاتِ الْبُرُوجِ buruj. meaning the heaven. Allah subhanahu wa taala is swearing by was sama الْبُرُوجِ meaning al buruj refers to the mansions, and these mansions um, comprise <coughs> comprise the mansions of the of the of the sun, as well as that of the moon. And uh, the uh, stars that all are in their magnificent and perfect organization Such a system which manifests the perfection of the ability of Allah As well as His vast mercy As well as His knowledge and His wisdom and it is called Buruj. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is swearing with ذَاتِ idhatil Buruj. It is called Buruj, and Buruj the plural of Burj. And this uh, comprises, as we said, this magnificent collection of these uh, of these uh, planets and uh, big stars. And they were called uh, Buruj because of its highness, لعلوها, because of its highness. And it comes and because of its clear manifestation, and because of its clear manifestation, and according to astrologers, there these are 12, these are 12, and they are as uh, follows Al Haml, which refers to Aries, and Al Thaur, Taurus, and Al Jauza, Gemini. As Salaam rahmatullahi a saratan which is Cancer, and the asad which is Leo, and the sumbula which is Virgo, and then al mizan which is Balance, and then al akrab which is Scorpio, and then the house the archer, the jadi which is the uh, North Star and al which is the aquarium, Aquarius and the last 12 is the al which is the fishes so these are 12 Buruj these are 12 Buruj three of them uh, are in the spring Three are in the summer And three in the autumn And three in the winter So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by these buruj And he is entitled to swear as he wishes by any of his creation But the creation themselves we only swear by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala By his names and by his attributes and we don't swear by any of his creation Because this is not allowable for the creation to do so The Prophet ﷺ said من كان حالفا فليحلف بالله أو ليصمت The one who uh, wants to swear Let him swear by Allah or to uh, keep silent And also because of the saying of Rasulullah Of the Messenger of Allah Muhammad Peace be upon him عليه الصلاة والسلام. من حلف بغير الله فَقَدْ أو أَشْرَكَ Anyone who swears by other than Allah then he commits disbelief or he commits shirk meaning he associates partners with Allah Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the next verse which is وَالْيَوْمِ الْمَوْعُودِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْمَوْعُودِ meaning Allah is swearing by the, the next thing and that is the day, the promised day well, Promised Day, al day al the Promised Day is the Day of Resurrection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathers on that day the creation and this day does not change. This day does not change. It is the Promised Day. <coughs> Allah promised it and He made it clear in His book and He rendered all the evidences, textual as well as intellectual, that testify. That and indicate that this is truly will um, will take place and will occur. As Allah, for example, says in Surah Al-Anbiya, which is chapter twenty-one, verse one o four. كَمَا بَدَأْنَا أَوَّلَ خَلْقٍ نُعِيدُ وَعْدًا عَلَيْنَا إِنَّا كُنَّا فَاعِلِينَ As we began the first creation, we shall repeat it. It is a promise binding upon us. <laughs> this is a promise binding upon us It's a promise binding upon us Indeed that we will do that Then Allah swears by saying The scholars of tafsir Of exegesis or explanation of the Quran uh, has said several meanings or said several sayings rather regarding the two terms, shahidin wa All of these sayings are gathered or they are uh, rather uh, they, con- they, they can all be combined in saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aqsama bi kulli shahid, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore by uh, every Witnessing, وَبِكُلِّ مَشْهُودٍ, and in every witness, وَالْشُّهُودُ كَثِيرُونَ, and those who witness are many, and those who witness are many. From them is Muhammad, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Muhammad is the messenger, the Muhammad be messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He is a witness. Alaykum salam, rahmatullahi taala wa barakatuh. Alaykum salam, rahmatullahi taala wa barakat. He is a witness upon us, علينا. كَمَا قَالَ اللَّهَ عز جل, as Allah said وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا and we bring you O Muhammad as witness against these people as witness against these people and from this Ummah this Ummah itself is a witness upon mankind this Ummah, the Ummah of Islam, the nation of Islam is a witness on mankind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated this in surah al-Baqarah Chapter 4 verse 143 وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءً عَلَى النَّاسِ And as such we have made you a just nation أُمَّةً wasata, A just nation so that you be witnesses against mankind what are the, the Our parts, our own parts, our own limbs are witnesses on the day of resurrection. Witnesses <coughs> will stand to witness, you know, as to what we have done from good or with e or evil. As Allah subhanahu wa taala <coughs> also said in Surah Al-Nur, chapter twenty-four, uh, verse twenty-four, as well. He said, 'alayhim al-sinatuhum wa Aidihim wa bima on the day when their tongues, their hands and their legs or feet will bear witness against them so that also as to so what they used to do, as to what they used <coughs> to do. Now so and also from them are the angels. Are the angels who will witness the day of resurrection? So anyone also who, anyone who witnesses, alaikum salam. Anyone who witnesses with the truth is also, a, in, he enters under the saying of Allah subhanahu wa taala wa shahid under the saying of Allah was meaning a witness. As to the mashhood, as to the mashhood and the the witnessed, the witnessed, al mashhud is yawm al qiyamah is yawm al qiyam alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh is yawm al qiyamah is the day which is the promised day of the day of resurrection and what occurs to it from the horrible and magnificent matters as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says thalika yawmun majmu'un lahu nas wa thalika yawmun mashhud and that it is a day as in surah hud Chapter 11, verse 103 ذَٰلِكَ يَوْمٌ مَجْمُوعٌ لَهُ النَّاسِ And that is a day when all of the dwellers of the heavens and the earth will be present. يَوْمٌ مَشْهُودٌ will be present. So from these verses that we have read أقسم اللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَاهِدٍ وَبِكُلِّ مَشْهُودٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by all that which is witnessing and that which is witness. That then comes the answering statement concerning the swearing, قتل أصحاب, قتِلَ أَصْحَابُ الْأُخْدُود. Meaning they are destructed or destroyed, or Al هُنَا بِمَعْنَى اللَّعْنِ. Or if that means that they are cursed, cursed meaning they being casted from the mercy of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So in this verse, Allah states قتِلَ أَصْحَابُ الْأُخْدُود cursed were the people of the ditch and the people of the ditch there is a story regarding them ashabul these are قَوْمُ kuffar. these were non-believers non-believers who wanted from the believers to enter the fold of their disbelief so they wanted the believers to follow their state of disbelief the believers Rejected that and they ended up torturing them in the fire of hell. And <coughs> there were many stories regarding uh, this uh, the, the, the story of these believers who were tortured by the disbelievers in the fire of hell. As <coughs> these were people, it is said, they were in Asham in uh, greater Syria, and that if another, uh, another report indicates that this may have been in Yemen. Well, despite of, the, despite of that, what is important is that those kuffar, those disbelievers <coughs> uh, attempted to sway the believers, so that they turn away from their belief in Allah but they failed, and when they failed, they dug this ditch and uh, in an elongated fashion, as a river, and they have gathered all the fuel from the wood and they burned the believers. We seek refuge in Allah from that. And that's why Allah said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, "An nari that fire fed with fuel <coughs> burning. And this is the fuel of the ukhdood, of the ditch. That al this fuel is the fuel that was used and this was used from wood. And that was burning. <coughs> now we... Uh, Idhum aleha quud that these people, when they sat by it by the fire, they were sat by the fire. Meaning those people who dug this ditch in order to uh, burn the believers in it and they dumped them in this, they had, they had ugliest form of tyranny. In the sense, they sat watching the fire. Blazing with the flesh of the believers, while they were sitting there on their uh, on their couches, and as if there is nothing there. And this is from the Jabarut. This is from the you know, grave and uh, grave type of, of tyranny that uh, that people sit and watch others being burning, and while they were chatting, being careless about what they see. وَهُمْ عَلَى مَا يَفْعَلُونَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ شُهُودٍ And they witnessed what they were doing Against the believers that is in burning them And why? Why they burned them? وَمَا نَقَمُوا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا أَن يُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَمِيدِ وَمَا نَقَمُوا مِنْهُمْ I, The only thing they denied For that these uh, these disbelievers uh, they denied Is that Those is that as if those believers committed a mistake in believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and therefore they have to torture them for that. Meaning that when these believers believed in Allah, the most magnificent, the most mighty, then, instead of being helpers to them, and things being made easy for them, or to make things easy for them, the (coughs) other, they were tortured in this, in this uh, in a horrible, horrible way and this is no doubt about that that this is a transgression <coughs> so let's talk about what came in the Sunnah regarding the people of the ditch what came in the Sunnah and there was uh, uh, an, a magnificent and, uh, any, uh, a story that needs uh, a lot of pondering and it goes as follows, it, ref- it reflects uh, some of the uh, matters that took place uh, during this, uh, this uh, encounter between the believers and the non-believers and the story of the ditch. In reference in the sunnah, this is referred to as the story of the boy and the king. <coughs> and it is narrated by Shuaib, عنهم, may Allah be pleased with him. <coughs> Allah's Messenger wasallam, said, quote, and this is a lengthy hadith, so I, I would like you to bear with me And also try to focus I mean, tentatively so that you follow up its, uh, the details of the story The Prophet ﷺ said, among the people before you, there was a king And he had a sorcerer And he had a sorcerer When the sorcerer became old, he said to the king I have now become an old man Get me a boy so that I may teach him the sorcery. So the king sent him a boy to teach him sorcery. Whenever the boy proceeded to the sorcerer, he sat with a monk who was on the way and listened to his talks and used to admire them, admire the talks of this monk on his way to the sorcerer. So when he went to the sorcerer He passed by the monk And he sat there with him And on visiting the sorcerer The latter thrashed him So the boy complained about that to the monk The monk said to him Whenever you are afraid of the sorcerer Say to him My people kept me busy My people kept me busy And whenever you are afraid of your people Say to them The sorcerer kept me busy, so the boy carried on like that for a period. There came on the main road a huge creature, an animal, and the people were unable to pass by. The boy said, today I will know whether the sorcerer is better or the monk. So he took a stone and said, O Allah, if the deeds and actions of the monk are liked by you better than those of the sorcerer then kill this creature so that the people can cross the road then he hit it with the stone and it was killed and the people passed the road the boy came to the monk and informed him about it the monk said to him the monk Allah knows best as to the exact date or when when this took place, but it was among the people before us. The monk said to him, O son, O my son, today you are better than I. Today, today you are better than I. You have achieved what I see. You have achieved what I see. And you will be put to a trial. And you will be put to a trial. And in case you are put to a trial, Do not inform them about me Do not inform them about me The boy used to treat the people suffering from born blindness Leprosy, Lycoderma and other diseases A blind courtier of the king heard about the boy Heard about the boy He came and brought a number of gifts the boy and said all these gifts are for you on condition that you cure me on condition that you cure me Okay. the boy said I don't cure anybody I don't cure Anybody, It is only Allah alone who cures people It's only Allah who cures people So if you believe in Allah and invoke Allah He will cure you He will cure you He then believed in Allah And Allah cured him Later the courtier came to the king And sat at the place where he used to sit before The king asked him Who has given you your sight back? The courtier replied, My lord, Allah. The king said, Have you got another lord than I? The courtier said, My lord and your lord is Allah. My lord and your lord is Allah. Allahu Akbar. The king got hold of him and kept on tormenting him Till he informed him about the boy. Till he informed him about the boy. So the boy was brought. The king said to the boy, O oh boy, has your knowledge of sorcery reached to the extent that you cure born blinds, lepers, lycodermic patients and do such and such? The boy replied I don't cure anybody. I don't cure anybody, it is only Allah alone who does cure Then the king got hold of him And kept on tormenting him till he informed him about the monk Till he he informed him about the monk And the monk was brought, and it was said to him Give up your religion, meaning turn apostate The monk refused to turn apostate Then the king ordered to be bring a saw A saw, S-A-W And it was put in the middle of his scalp And he was sewn And he was sewn Till he fell Cut into two pieces Then the courtier was brought And it was said to him Give your religion and turn apostate the courtier refused to turn apostate so the saw was put in the middle of his scalp and he was sewn till he fell cut into two pieces then the boy was brought and it was said to him give up your religion turn apostate the boy refused The boy refused to turn apostate. The boy refused to turn apostate. So the king ordered some of his courtiers to take the boy to such and such a mountain, such and such mountain, saying, "Then ascend up the mountain with him till you reach its top and see if he turns apostate from his religion." Otherwise throw him down from this top From its top They took him Ascended up The mountain And the boy said And the boy said Oh Allah Save me from them By anything you wish O oh Allah Save me fr- Save me from them By anything you wish So the mountain shook. So the mountain shook and all of them fell down And the boy came walking to the king The king asked him, what did your companions do? The boy said, Allah has saved me from them The king then ordered some of his courtiers To take the boy on board a boat into the middle of the sea, saying, Then if he turns apostate from his religion, well and good, otherwise cast him into the sea. So they took him and he said, O oh Allah, save me from them by anything you wish. So the boat capsized. So the boat, the boat capsized. And So they took him and he said, Oh, Allah, save me from them by anything you wish. So the boat capsized and all the accompanying coaches were drowned. The boy then came walking to the king. The king said, What did your companions do? The boy replied, Allah, saved me from them. And he further said to the king, You cannot kill me, you cannot kill me till you do what I command. You cannot kill me till I, or till you do what I command. The king said, what is it that, meaning that command of yours? The boy said, gather all the people in an unplanned place. Gather all the people in an upland place And fasten me to the stem of a tree And fasten me to the stem of a tree Then take an arrow Take an arrow From my quiver And fix it in the bow And say in the name of Allah the Lord of the boy And shoot me If you do that you will kill me If you do that, you will kill me So the king gathered the people in an upland place And fastened the boy to the stem Took an arrow from his quiver Fixed it in the bow and said In the name of Allah, the Lord of the boy The Lord of the boy And shot the arrow And shot the arrow The arrow hit the temporal region of the skull of the boy And the boy put his hand over the temporal region of his skull at the point where the arrow hit and then died. And then died. The people proclaimed, We have believed in the Lord of the boy. The people proclaimed, We have believed in the Lord of the boy. We have believed in the Lord of the boy. And the king came and it was said to him, That is the thing which you were afraid of. That is the thing which you were afraid of by Allah. The thing which you were afraid of has fallen upon you. Has fallen upon you. The people have believed in Allah. The people have believed in Allah. So he ordered deep ditches. Here is the point. So he ordered deep ditches to be dug at the entrances of the roads and it was done then fire was kindled in those ditches then fire was kindled in those ditches and the king ordered that whoever did not turn apostate from his religion be cast into the ditches and it was done and it was Done. Then there came a woman Then there came a woman Then there came a woman With her baby With her babe She nearly retreated back From the ditch But the babe said The babe said Listen The babe said and spoke O oh mother O oh mother be patient O oh mother be patient you are on the truth. O mother, be patient, you are on the truth. So she threw herself in the ditch of the fire along with her child to be with the martyrs in paradise. This hadith is reported in Sahih Muslim. In Sahih Muslim, and if you want to read it further, go to Sahih Muslim, Volume 4, Volume 4, hadith number 7148 so that's where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says الأخدود, cursed were the people of the ditch and the story of the boy and the king so They had no fault The believers then Except that they believed in Allah Al-Aziz, Al-Hamid Al-Aziz, Al-Hamid Al-Aziz is the one who is almighty Al-Ghalib shay. The one who over, The one who overcomes And nothing overcomes him To Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Belongs the overcoming and the might On everyone And the subduing of everyone And that's why When the hypocrites, when the hypocrites at the time of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, when they said, لَأَنْ رَجَعْنَا إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ لَيُخْرِجَنَّ الْأَعْزُ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلّ, when they said, if we return to the Medina, to the city of Medina, indeed, the more honorable, meaning of them, of the hypocrites, referring to Abdullah bin uh, Abi ibn Salul, who was the chief of the hypocrites in Medina, they refer to him as the honorable Will expel there from the city The meaner, And the meaner they refer to as being the prophet Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then Allah responded Then Allah responded But honor, power and glory belong to Allah And his messenger and the believers But the hypocrites Knew not, and in his saying, describing himself in this verse, Al Hamid, Al Aziz. We know now the meaning of this uh, of name of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. As to Al Hamid, meaning Mahmud, meaning He is praised himself. For Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is praised, you know, on all conditions. He is praised on all conditions. And that, why, that is why it was from the guidance of Rasulullah sallallahu that if something of, a, of, of a good news comes to him, he would say, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah by whose favor, you know, all righteous deeds can be accomplished. وَإِذَا خِلَافُ ذَلِكَ And if the opposite would come to him in the news or so forth He would say Alhamdulillah لله على كل حال All praise is due to Allah for all conditions On every status And this is what, you know, should be the case This should be the case for every one of us For every person To say if anything that he dislikes befalls upon him To say Alhamdulillah لله على كل حال all praise is due to Allah on every condition. As to some people may say, and we hear them saying, Alhamdulillah, Yuhmadu ala Makruhin Siwa, no one else is praised for any disliked matter except Allah. This is in opposition to the way of the Sunnah. This is in opposition to the way of the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But it is better, and the way to say it is the correct to say, Alhamdulillah ala kullihal. All praise is due to Allah on every status or every condition. As to saying, Alla la yuhmadu ala siwa, to say of Allah as the one who none can be praised uh, regarding any disliked matter except Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is as if, uh, uh, as if you declare now. As if you are disliking what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had preordained upon you And this is not fitting for the believer But it is the duty of the believer is to be patient As to regarding all the pre-decrees of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala From that which he likes or he may dislike Because that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordains The one who ordains that is Allah your Lord And that you are his slave He is your possessor, and you are possessed to him So, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who preordained this matter upon you Then you shouldn't dislike it, neither you should be uh, worried or be uneasy The other, you should be patient, persevering And (coughs) this will be in your heart, as well as with your tongue, as well as with your limbs Be patient on all of these matters And the matter will change وَدَوَامُ الْحَالِ مِنَ الْمُحَالِ دَوَامُ الْحَالِ مِنَ الْمُحَالِ Meaning the continuation of a certain status To to be continuous forever is impossible قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said وَاعْلَمْ أَنَّ النَّصْرَ مَعَ الصَّبْرِ And know for certainly that victory accompanies patience is when there is patience, there is victory. وَأَنَّ الْفَرَجِ And that relief is مع الكرب, is with the sorrow and the worry. And وَأَنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ yusra And that with difficulty there is ease. فَاللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى is the one who مَحْمُودٌ عَلَى كُلِّ حال, is to be praised on all conditions from those of joy or those of difficulties and hardships. Because If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordains any difficulty, then this is a trial and a test. قال Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَنَبْلُوَكُمْ بِالشَّرِ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةٍ And we will test you with good and evil as a fitna, as a trial and a test for you. As in Surah al anbiya chapter 21 verse 35. And when Sulaiman alayhi salam, Prophet Sulaiman alayhi salam, saw the throne of the Queen of Sheba, Balqis there before him, what did he say? He said, in <laughs> Rabbi. You know, this is something good that occurred to him now. He said, in <laughs> Rabbi. This is from the uh, from the from the favour of my Lord upon me, Am <laughs> so that he may test me whether I'll be grateful or ungrateful. The the first one Surat al anbiya chapter twenty one verse thirty five and the second concerning Sulaiman, chapter uh, an Namil, Surat an Namil, which is Surah. Surah Al-Naml, what's uh, twenty seven, and yes, it's twenty seven and verse 40, 27 and verse forty. So if one is touched by favors, then don't take it for granted that this is, yani, uh, you know, yani, uh, it is a favor. There is no no problem with that, but do not be yani except that you should caution yourself and beware that you are being tested even by this favor in the sense that would you be giving thanks to Allah recognizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this favor or you will not and also if you are touched by a calamity then be patient because that itself is a abtila and imtihan and this is a testing and a trial from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to test you whether you will be uh, patient and persevering or not and therefore if you are patient and persevering and that you look for and try to attain uh, uh, hope for the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then Allah, listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this respect as in Surah Al-Zumar chapter 39 verse 10 He says, إِنَّمَا ajrahum hisab." إنما الصابرون أجرهم بغير Indeed, those who are perseverant, patient and perseverant, they will be rewarded in full without without reckoning. And also, al-hamid, al-hamid, the name of Allah subhanahu wa taala al-hamid, meaning He is the one who is al-hamid, meaning the praising one. That is because he subhanahu wa ta'ala He praises whomever he deserves to be praised He praises his slaves from the messengers and their prophets and the righteous And he praises them And this is from him a praise to them And as well he himself is the one who deserves all the praise and it has been affirmed from the Prophet وسلم أن الله يرضى عن العبدي يأكل الأكلة فيحمده عليها ويشرب الشربة فيحمده عليها. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with the slave. He, when he eats a meal, he says thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he, is grunted, he, 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 is, uh, he gives thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that meal. And also when he drinks... Uh, he would do the same It is because لأنه لولا أن الله يصر لك هذه الأكل والشرب ما حصلت عليها yani had it been that for Allah Had it not been for Allah making this matter easy for you To attain this meal and to get this drink Then you wouldn't have been able to attain it And to get, to get it قال الله تبارك وتعالى Allah سبحانه ta'ala said in this sense أَفَرَأَيْتُم مَّا تَحْرُثُونَ أَأَنْتُمْ تَزْرَعُونَهُ أَمْ نَحْنُ الزَّارِعُونَ as in سورة uh, سورة الواقع chapter fifty six verses sixty three and sixty four Allah subhanahu wa taala says أَفَرَأَيْتُم مَا تَحْرُثُونَ tell me about the seed that you sow in the ground أَأَنْتُمْ تَزْرَعُونَهُ أَمْ نَحْنُ الزَّارِعُونَ is it you that you make it grow or are we the grower? الجواب, the answer is بل أنت يا ربنا. It is you, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, who does this. That's why when we, when you follow the verses right away, you will read the following: لو نشاؤ لجعلناه حطاما. Alaykum salam, rahmatullahi taala, warahmatuh. لو نشاؤ لجعلناه حطاما. Where it our will? We could crumble it to dry pieces. Will it? Were it our will Meaning if Allah will You will not be able to get You know These seeds growing And to give you the vegetation And to give you all the Any you know, plantation that you need Were it our will We could crumble it to dry pieces And you would be regretful Or left in wonderment tafakkahun, Saying we are indeed That is ruined Or have lost Money without any profit, or are, or are punished by the loss of all that we spend for. فَذَلِكَ إِنَّا لَمُغْرَمُونَ بَلْ نَحْنُ مَحْرُومُونَ Nay, nee, But we are deprived. Then Allah Subhanahu Taala tells us not only about this; He tells us about the drink. فَقَالَ أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ الْمَاءَ الَّذِي تَشْرَبُونَ أَأَنْتُمْ Again, in Surah Al-Waqi'a, chapter fifty-six, but verses verses sixty-eight and sixty till sixty-nine, tell me about the water that you drink. Is it you, the one who brought it down? Am Nahnul Munzilun? Is it? You who cause it from the rain clouds to come down, or are we the causer of it to come down? Then the answer should be, Anta Ya Ya It is you, O oh Allah. قال تعالى Right after that, لو نشاء لجعلناه اجاجاً. If we will, we verily could make it salt and undrinkable. Why? تشكرون. Why then do you not give thanks to Allah As in verse 70 Meaning why shouldn't you give thanks to Allah for all of that In this saying remember Allah here is saying أَأَنتُمْ أَنزَلْتُمُوهُ مِنَ المزن أَمْ نَحْنُ الْمُنْزِلُونَ He said لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَجَعَلْنَاهُ أُجَاجًا If we willed, we verily could make it salt and undrinkable Allah didn't say لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمْ نُنزِلْهُ مِنَ الْمُزْنِ Allah didn't say لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمْ نُنزِلْهُ مِنَ الْمُزْنِ He didn't say that You know, if we willed, we wouldn't have brought it down to you from the clouds Why? Why? Because لِأَنَّ كَوْنَهُ يَنزِلْ وَلَكِنْ لَا يُشْرَبْ وَلَا يُطَاقْ أَشَدُّ مِن كَوْنِهِ لَمْ يَ the fact of the matter that it is coming down But it is undrinkable And unbearable Is more severe than Not sending it in the first place So Contemplate the Quran Contemplate the Quran And you will find in it So much of the secrets And so much of the wisdom Also in the case of the Of the, of the, of the sowing of the seeds And its growth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَجَعَلْنَاهُ حُطَامًا With our will we could crumble it Into dry pieces Allah didn't say لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمْ ننبته. He didn't say if we will We wouldn't have brought it to grow Why? Because having it growing And people attached to it Then it becomes crumbled Is The influence of that, the impact of that is more severe on the soul than having it not growing in the first place. Then we continue in the verses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling about himself that he is al-aziz, al-hamid. Al-aziz, al-hamid. Then he said, الذي له ملك السماوات والأرض in verse number 9 الذي له ملك السماوات والأرض والله على كل شيء خدير خدير. الله mentions his possession in particular to the heavens and the earth and this, this this possession that to him belongs such a kingdom this ملكية such possession is شاملة This is a comprehensive possession Ah, we we missed much of what you said because of the mic Where was the last thing that you were able to uh, um, uh, pick me up clearly? Where was the last thing so that I can repeat, inshallah Can someone uh, tell me where Where you you lost me On the the Since the last verse Subhanallah Well I need more clarification please Where, which last verse Is it about Oh okay So with the Sister Na'ila is picking up Something that Shamir, okay, there's no problem then. But Abu Maher or Um Mahir of Maher. How come I was hearing all the time? Sounds, sounds fine there. Okay, uh let me let me just repeat uh, the last two statements. Uh okay? All right. <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ الْمَاءَ الَّذِي تَشْرَبُونَ أَأَنْتُمْ أَنزَلْتُمُوهُ مِنَ أَمْ نَحْنُ الْمُنْزِلُونَ Okay Tell me of the water that you drink Is it you who cause it from the rain clouds to come down Or we the causers of it to come down Did you hear that inshallah Sister Ummahir and Brother Ummahir Did you hear that Okay uh, Okay Here the answer is بَلْ أَنْتَ يا ربنا. You Allah is the one who caused it to come down Then Allah says لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَجَعَلْنَاهُ أُجَاجًا Listen He is saying لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَجَعَلْنَاهُ أُجَاجًا Meaning if we willed We very will, we could make it salt and undrinkable He didn't say He didn't say لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمْ نُنْزِلْهُ من المزن. He didn't say that if we willed We would not have both this rain or this water uh, from the from the clouds why because having it having this water causing this water to come down yet being undrinkable or people cannot bear drinking it is more severe in the impact rather than in the, uh, more severe in, uh, rather the, uh, yes, more severe than sending it uh, Than not sending it in the first place Because here it is there with you But you are unable to drink it Because it's undrinkable, salty or uh, unbearable Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, uh, is telling about himself further Describing himself as the one who له ملك السماوات والأرض To whom belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth وَاللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ شَهِيدٍ And Allah is witness over everything This is verse number 9 And we are talking about the explanation of Surah 85 Surah al Buruj, Chapter 85 If you have the translation of the meaning of the Quran next to you That will be very very helpful So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about His comprehensive His comprehensive al-shamila, His comprehensive dominion and possession of things and not only of that and also at Tadbir running the affairs of everything he possesses the kingdom and the dominion and all that's in it the heavens and all the earth and what's in between them. Everything belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one shares with Allah the possession of these things. To Allah belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth And that's in them And all that's in them And he is the one all capable to do Whatever he wishes Everything he wishes And whatever is added to us As a form of possession Then It is only a li- in, in the limited sense. It is not really a real possession. We say this is the house of such and such. This is the car of such and such. This is a limited possession. It is not really a true possession. Why? Because, as the Sheikh Rahimullah said, "Li لَوْ anna insan." For any person who wants who who wants to destroy his house without any reason then he has no right to do that why? because the Prophet ﷺ prohibited <coughs> that we <coughs> splend cells uh, that we spend المال, meaning that we spend uselessly the Prophet ﷺ prohibited that we spend uselessly <coughs> also if a man wishes to uh, set his car on fire without any reason he has no right to do that and if he would do that then the judge would confound him and prevent him from <coughs> using his wealth or dispending his wealth and have a decision regarding the spending and therefore we know before the judge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> is the one who prevented him before from doing this and therefore this indicates that our possession is only in the limited sense. And the perfect possession, that is the one which belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the end of this verse, verse 9 says, and as you see that, and Allah is witness over everything. Wallahu ala kulli shay'in Shahid, Meaning that subhanahu wa ta'ala oversees all things. Nothing escapes him. And from the things that he witnesses subhanahu wa ta'ala, Is the actions of these kuffar What they have done with the believers By setting them on fire And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Will punish them for that But yet (coughs) Despite this ugly action of theirs Despite this ugly action of theirs Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states after that إِنَّ الَّذِينَ In chapter 10, in verse 10 rather إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَتَنُوا الْمُؤْمِنِينَ ثُمَّ لَمْ عَذَابُ جَهَنَّمَ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابُ الْحَرِيقِ really those who put into trial the believing men and believing women By torturing them and burning them in the fire of hell in, in the fire rather And then do not turn in repentance Look at this And look at this term And then do not turn in repentance to Allah will have the torment of hell and they will have the punishment of the burning fire قال بعض السلف some of the righteous predecessors commented on this verse by saying انظر إلى حلم الله عز وجل examine and contemplate rather and ponder on the clemency of Allah يحرقون أولياءه they burn and set the fire burning his awliya, his friends Then he offers them a Tawbah. Then he offers them a Tawbah. And he says here, and then don't turn in repentance. And the term Fatanu, this term Fatanu, they put in trial, meaning they burned. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al Zariyat in chapter 51. Verses thirteen and fourteen, fifty-one. Verses thirteen and fourteen, where Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "Yumhum alannari yuftanun, zhuqu fitnatakum, hadda laddi kuntum bihi tistajilun." It will be a day when they will be tried, meaning punished, burned over the fire. taste you, your trial your punishment meaning the burning this is what you used to ask to be hastened those burn the believers and the believing men and women in the fire of hell meaning they torture them in the burning and it is also said that they fetanuhum meaning that they sadduhum and they stood to prevent them from Worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is their deen And the correct meaning That the meaning comprises both meanings Al-āya shamila Is comprehensive to both meanings it, it accommodates two meanings And this is a matter which We came across earlier And the Shaykh reminds us about it Again here by saying يَنْبَغِي أن أن And we should know that The meanings of the Qur'an al Are much more comprehensive than our own understandings فِي عِلْمِ الْتَفْسِيرِ And the basic ruling regarding the science of tafsir The knowledge of the, 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 yes, the science of tafsir Is that إِذَا كَانَتِ الْآيَةِ تَحْتَمِلُ معنيين, If the ayah can tolerate two meanings then, And that these are not opposing meanings Then therefore it can accommodate the two So we can say here فَتَنُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Meaning this They Put the believers on this trial to turn them away from the deal of Allah and also and also they tried them by the burning in the fire of hell. Then Allah warns them of the severe warning as if they don't repent Why Because they burned the friends of Allah Taala, and therefore they will receive the same punishment and this is a fitting and all just punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but what a difference between the fire of this life and the fire of the next one of the life of the hereafter from these verses there are great lessons first of all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may test by the believers, by trying them with the, by the non-believers and in this there is a wisdom those inflicted those inflicted from the believers they will receive a great reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And those transgressing disbelievers, they will have respite. And then gradually they will be seized. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will gradually seize them. And for the remaining Muslims, they have an admonition in this, in what happened to their brothers. So we hear what occurs to the Muslims from harm, and infliction of harm upon themselves, upon their souls, upon their wealth, upon their honor being in stages of siege, young and old, we hear things that make us cry we say, SubhanAllah, Allah is the one free of all imperfection we say we shouldn't really be astonished Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the parables and the examples of those before us being burned in the fire so whatever affliction touches the believers then this is raising their ranks and this is an expiation for their sins. And this is also a lesson for others. And this is also a temptation for the disbelievers to carry on these assaults against the believers so that Allah Subh'ata'ala gradually sees them and takes them by His might, the one who is almighty, all able. And from the lessons of this verses, that these kufar blame the Muslims for one thing, that they believed in Allah. Allah the Almighty, al Hamid. And this is not a sin that they have committed, but this is the truth. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Shaykh rahimahullah said, and al Muslimina fi makan to give victory to the Muslims in everywhere, and that to protect us from the evils of our enemies. And that in the third lesson we learn from this, <coughs> in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about them. The last statement before you, because this was the dua of the Shaykh rahimahullah uh, I just, uh the this, the 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 lesson from this that those kuffar carried on their assault on the Muslims, thinking from their side that the that the Muslims committed a sin, and this sin to them is this one single reason why they have c- conducted this. Is that because they believed in Allah As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَمَا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا يُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَمِيدِ And they had no fault except that they believed in Allah And it is not a fault It is the truth That they have adopted This is what I said earlier before the dua of the shaykh And then in the ayah We know إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَتَنُوا الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَتُوبُوا Verily those who put into trial The believing men and believing women <coughs> And here's the point And then Don't turn in repentance Don't turn in repentance In this ayah The Shaykh Rahimahullah said That the tauba, The Tawbah Repentance tahdimu <coughs> ma It will destroy everything Before Before it What does this mean It will Clear the person from all the misdeeds and the sins that he may have committed, but, but a tawba the Sheikh reminded that the tawbah cannot be considered as a true tawbah accepted with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala unless it fulfills five conditions. Unless it fulfills five conditions, the first condition al-ikhlasulillahi azza wa jalla. Sincerity to Allah, meaning the driving force behind the tawbah. The, <coughs> the driving force, alaikum salam, rahmatullahi taala wa barakatuh. The driving force behind the tawbah is fearing Allah, hoping for His reward. Fearing Allah, hoping for His reward. Why we say this? because a person may repent, why? seeking to be praised by the people or in order to repel any blaming by some people or in order to reach a certain rank or a certain status or he may want to repent in order to uh, gain some wealth all of these cases, in all of these cases their repentance is not acceptable why? Because the توبة يجب أن تكون خالصة. It must be pure and sincere. And anyone who seeks and who directs his word and intends from his work the life of this world, for Allah Subhanahu Taala says in His book, Allah Subhanahu Taala says in His book, من كان يريد الحياة الدنيا وزينتها نوفي إليهم أعمالهم فيها وهم فيها لا أولئك الذين ليس لهم في الآخرة إلا النار. Whoever desires the lives, whoever desires the life of the world, and its glitter, to them we shall pay in full the wages of their deeds therein, and they will have no diminution therein, and they will have no diminution therein. Right. This is in Surat Hud, chapter eleven, verse fifteen and 16 the second condition, the second condition from the conditions of Tawbah to be acceptable and to be called Tawbah Nasuh sincere and true repentance is An-Nadam regret regretting the sin mean the person shouldn't be the same as if you know as if he didn't sin at all and that he doesn't feel sorry he doesn't regret it must he must repent with regret if he remembers the greatness of allah then he will be then he will regret how can i disobey allah and he is the one who created me and guided me and provided for me this leads him to nadam this leads him to regret the third condition of Tawbah, he should desist from committing the sin, because the Tawbah is not acceptable with insistence on the sins. because At-Taib, the one who repents, is the one who returns, and who abandons. So if a person says أَسْتَغْفُرُ اللَّهِ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ أَكْلِ الْرِبَى وَلَكِنَّهُ لَا يَزَالُ يُرَابِي فَلَتَصُحُ تَوْبَتُهُ And if he says A person says أَسْتَغْفُرُ I seek refuge in Allah Forgiveness وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ And I repent to him From Dealing with riba, With usury Yet he continues To engage in usury such tawbah is not acceptable, it's not correct and if he says I seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from backbiting mentioning your brother in that which he dislikes yet in every majlis in every majlis, in every circle in every encounter he backbites the people such tawbah is not acceptable how could it be acceptable while he is still insisting on mafia, on doing the sin and the bad deed It is a must that he desists And if he returns from unlawfully taking the wealth of people or from theft or from deception Then his tawbah will not be acceptable until he, until he returns all that which he took from the people of the, the wealth of the people to them. And the fourth condition for tawbah to be correct and acceptable, that he must be on full determination not to return to the sin so if he repents while concealing in himself if the opportunity comes again then he will perform the same sin then such a tawbah is not acceptable he should have full determination and firm determination that he shouldn't do or redo the same Sin. The fifth condition That the tawbah must take place In the time when tawbah is acceptable Because there are certain times when tawbah is not acceptable And these are two times First of all, the first is either al-maut If death approaches him In this case his tawbah is not acceptable Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Said in Surah Al-Nisa which is chapter 4 Verse 18 التوبة للذين يعملون السيئات حتى إذا حضر And of no effect is the repentance of those who continue to do evil deeds Until death faces one of them and he says now I repent So after he examines death and sees the punishment he says now I repent this has no effect. It's not beneficial. It's not going to help him. <coughs> and there is an example that took place. Fir'aun, the Pharaoh, when he was drowning, he said, I believe in that which the children of Israel believed in, meaning Allah. He didn't say, I believed in Allah. And this is humiliating himself. Since he used to be fighting the children of Israel for their belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now he says, Amentu bil amanu bihi. And now I believe in that which they believed in. Uh, making himself, as if making himself what? Tabi'an li bani Israel, following the children of Israel. To this degree, humiliation took him. Yet it was said to him, Al an, now. You repent? Yes, shahada is uh, well. Shahada, no, tawbah is different from shahada. tawbah is different from shahada. This is from the success of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to grant the person the ability to declare shahada at the time of death. This is from the good signs. So, it was said to him. Al an now. Now you believe in that which Banu Israel had believed in Al-Ana Qabl wa kunta Al Mufsidin. Now you believe while you refused to believe before And you were one of the Mufsidin, The evildoers or the corruptors As in Surah Yunus chapter 10 verse 91 So if the death approaches Then the tawbah is not acceptable Then this tells us that there is a need to hasten for repentance because no one knows when the time of death approaches. Alam talam, don't you know? من من إلى سريل، إلى سريل Didn't you know that there were some people who slept on their beds with full health to be taken from that? Bed to the washing bed, and don't you know, and the nas that people jealous amal sat on the chair where he works. Then he was taken from their chair to the washing bed. All of this is real and taking place. لذا يجب أن تبادر بالتوبة قبل أن تغلق الأبواب. And thus we have to, you should, you should repent before the doors are closed. The second case, the second timing, where tawbah is not acceptable, إذا الشمس من when the sun rises from where it sets. If that takes place and people see that, they believe, they will believe. Why? Because Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says Yomayati Badu Ayati Takun Amanat as in chapter six, verse one hundred and fifty eight The day that some of the signs of your Lord to come, no good will it do to a person to believe then if he believed not before nor earned good through his faith, say, wait you, we too are waiting. This brings the completion of the first ten verses of Surah Al-Buruj. Inshallah, we continue uh, tomorrow uh, finishing up the rest of the verses, and they are 22. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward our Shaykh for his great works in serving Islam and the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to make us from those who with him be in the company of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi Wasallam in paradise, in Al-Fardawse al-Ala walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam